This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. And Sally Lucas, today we're thinking about train journeys, and trains are always exciting. Some journeys are even more exciting than others. They are, and I just think it, it, a lot of romance, I think, comes along with rail as well. And I, I'll let our guest explain a little bit more. We have Andy Meekle with us today, who's from Great Southern Rail. And if people who don't know who they are, and he'll be able to expand on this a little further, but they basically run the GAN and the Indian Pacific Rail um, and all the journeys associated with that. So I thought it'd be lovely to have Andy on today because rail has really taken a resurgence. And people do have, I think, a, a vision of romance with, with rail and just relaxation and camaraderie. So I thought I'd let Andy talk about those two journeys today. Welcome, Andy. Oh, thank you, and it's good to be speaking with you. Um, well, you're quite correct. Uh, we operate uh, three uh, trains, and uh, which two of which are actually two of the great train journeys of the world, with the Indian Pacific and uh, the, the legendary GAN. Of course, and they're quite long journeys too, aren't they, Andy? Just to give people an idea if they're not sure of how long each of those journeys are. Well, Indian Pacific travels uh, across the uh, the continent from east to west and uh, Sydney to Perth. And uh, just to um, give an idea, Sydney to Adelaide is a one-night journey and then from Adelaide through to Perth is another two nights. So it's a three-night journey from Sydney to Perth, so three nights, four days. And the, um, the GAN, of course, goes Adelaide to Darwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one night Adelaide to Alice Springs and then another night Alice Springs to Darwin. And, of course, the train does stop along the way. The GAN, for example, we break the journey in, uh, in Alice Springs. Uh, it's about four, four and a half hours there. And mm. in Catherine, it's about four and a half hour stop over there. Catherine, we actually offer, uh, the, the guests have an opportunity to choose of any one of six what we refer to as whistle-stop tours. And these are off-train touring options, and they get to choose these while they're travelling aboard the train. They go to the, the Gold Kangaroo Lounge if they're Gold Kangaroo passengers or the Red Kangaroo uh, kiosk, and they can book these there. And there's anything from a helicopter flight through Catherine Gorge to eco-tours to Gorge River cruises and, and so forth. And similar off-train tours in, uh, in Alice Springs, they visit a desert wildlife park. Yeah, well, that's great, isn't it? So they've really got a lot of options along the way on the GAN. I mean, it's a bit different with the Nullarbor, as we all know. It means a treeless plain, and I guess there's not quite as many um, sightseeing options along that journey. But is there any uh, little whistle-stop tours you do on that journey? Well, the train stops in Cook for a few hours, and actual fact, it's uh, interesting there because they take on water there. Um, and then, uh, of course, it does head off into the Nullarbor, and uh, it's in covers off that uh, the longest uh, straight uh, stretch of uh, railway track in the world but there is a stop in Kalgoorlie we do a town okay. in Kalgoorlie and I think it's about $18 and they get to uh, take a, a, a short tour around uh, the town itself and then through what they call the super pit which is one of the big mining things there which is uh, particularly interesting yeah. Travelling across the Nullarbor and travelling on rail, one of the great experiences is just the opportunity to chat with uh, your fellow travellers. And that's something that uh, uh, when people go away on a holiday, I've always found that uh, they, um, their expectations about what they see, they're pretty much uh, in their mind before they go. What they don't expect is, is 
to find it so uh, easy to meet people and chat with other people about their experiences as well. And that that happens as soon as the train starts to roll out of the the, the station, usually. And that's one of the terrific things uh, about rail travel. Yes, that's one of the guys in our office, Jim exactly mentioned that as well, saying he'll never forget his journey and the amount of people he met from all corners of the world who were just absolutely blown away with this length of the journey across the Nullarbor and how there wasn't even a hillock or a tuft of grass sometimes in sight. You know, they said just an amazing journey for them and they were just absolutely blown away. So, And he said just to meet the people and chat and talk about what they'd done and their expectations was, was just as much an important part of the journey as the journey itself. Well, you mentioned earlier about the resurgence of rail travel a little bit, and I think that has has happened since February 2004, and that is when the new track opened between Alice Springs and Darwin, and that generated so much interest that since then the number of services uh, on the uh, uh, that we operate to uh, to Darwin has increased. We now operate two services uh, on a weekly basis. We started off with one to Darwin and one to Alice Springs, and now the the other service goes right through to Darwin year round. So, That's um, good. yeah, we're carrying something like two hundred and fifty thousand guests a year into um, into Darwin. That's wonderful, isn't it? Is there something that you can say is very different between the journey? from south to north as opposed to the journey from east to west across Australia? Oh, absolutely. Um, of course, the uh, the journey um, going north is uh, through uh, you, just the, the landscape of Australia, uh, with uh, and particularly in uh, Catherine and in the top end there, of course, it's the, uh, you're going into the tropics, whereas the, um, the journey across the country is far more temperate climate. We get all the extremes of, uh, uh, of Darwin, and of course it's very popular from uh, pretty much April through to um, um, end of September. Yes. And uh, we, um, we run a, a campaign, actually, uh, uh, starting in October through to March to, to encourage people to see the top end what we refer to the green season. Of course, and having been there, I know exactly what that's like. It's like two different countries when you've been there in the dry and go there in the wet. Anyway, um, we might get you to come back in just a moment, Andy, and we'll talk about some uh, different things available on board these trains and different classes of travel and different options of travelling, if that's okay. Sure, terrific. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. On 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel, and it's a, a favourite subject of mine, I'm sure of yours too, Sally. Yes. Trains, and trains in Australia, this wonderful country of ours, a great way of seeing the country. It is a great way of seeing the country, and I'm sure everyone's been quite entertained by Andy telling us all about these two wonderful trains. And Andy, this time I might like you to talk about maybe what one can expect when they get on board, and also maybe some of the actual touring options that you have available. Sure, I'd be happy to. We offer um, two um, uh, types of service aboard uh, both the GAN and Indian Pacific. Uh, offer both Red Kangaroo and Gold Kangaroo. And Red Kangaroo is predominantly for um, the uh, budget backpacker type of market. And uh, But it does allow our guests to uh, uh, get up, move around, and uh, there's a, a lounge area for them. They can purchase uh, light snacks aboard the train and so forth. Uh, the uh, facilities, are, of course, at the end of each cabin. And Gold Kangaroo is our, our premium product, and that has... Uh, the sleeper cabins and so forth, and all meals are included. And um, what we do get 
fantastic feedback about is the quality of the food and the service aboard. That's good to know, isn't it? Because people often wonder about that, you know, whether they're going to get, you know, uh, deluxe meals as well as deluxe accommodation. The, the accommodation, um, as you can imagine, on a train, we're quite... Mm. Uh, uh, I'll have to make the best use of the space available, if I can put it that way. Compact, could we say? <laughs> and, um, uh, but the, um, but that, having said that, the cabins—they uh, are comfortable. They are upper and lower berth in our twin cabins, and they mm-hmm. do have uh, private facilities. We also have single roomettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, if someone's travelling on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, those cabins, that they do not have private facilities, but there's showers and toilets at the end of each of those carriages. But the meals, um, that is where, um, as I say, we get fabulous feedback. We offer full-cooked breakfast. There are two-course lunches and three-course dinners. Wow, and you haven't even got a uh, running field to run it off on until you get to the other end. <laughs> um, also, what, what's very delightful as well, I was, uh, amuses me and, and uh, the guests really enjoy it, is uh, at the end of the journey when uh, it's, the train is coming into uh, Adelaide from Darwin, for just as an example, uh, on the last meal of the uh, evening, uh, the chefs will, uh, we have two full-time chefs working each of the uh, dining carriages and uh, they actually come through with uh, trays of handmade chocolates and hand those out to guests with their coffee. It's just a nice final touch to the meal because this yeah. is where we get a lot of interaction between the guests. Well, obviously, and you're not spending any time in your cabins anyway. I mean, you're basically there every day looking at the scenery and at night you're having the camaraderie and the, the chat and the meal and you're really only there to sleep, I guess, most of the time anyway. As part of the Gold Kangaroo option, they, uh, we do have a Gold Kangaroo information sessions and there's a welcome on board where they mm-hmm. have uh, champagne and an hors d'oeuvre and the Gold Kangaroo managers tell the guests all all the uh, different aspects of their journey and so forth and uh, it's an opportunity to meet with the, the other guests that are travelling. So that's all part of the, the Gold Kangaroo service as well. There's complimentary tea and coffee 24 hours a day as well. Oh, that's great. And you were mentioning earlier when I was talking to you off air that you do have a lot of lovely touring options and a couple of really popular ones. Would you like to mention one or two of those? Sure. Well, we um, put together packages because um, when people go on holiday, they obviously uh, we to promote the train experience but there's also off train as well and one of our most popular packages at the moment and this time of the year in particular is called the Southwest Spectacular I'll give you an example that leaves mm. from either Sydney or Adelaide so if in your case from Sydney yeah. then take passengers can uh, take the train through to Kalgoorlie mm-hmm. and in Kalgoorlie they join a coach tour uh, and this coach tour then travels down to Esperance to Albany Uh, to Margaret River and back to Perth and uh, with accommodation in each of those places. And as you can imagine, in uh, uh, September, October, November, the wildflowers, absolutely. And these are a a spectacular part of Australia. We do similar ones on the the, the GAN, uh, where Mm -hmm. we have one that goes in. Our most popular one there uh, is actually called Darwin and the Rock. And, uh, of course, it it takes it's a stopover in Alice Springs and then a journey out to uh, Ayers Rock or Uluru yes. and uh, then travelling north to, to Darwin where guests can also uh, choose to do
do off-train touring there and go to Kakadu, Litchfield or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. There's wonderful options and your brochure obviously details all that for people. So, I mean, once they get hold of a copy of your brochure, they'll be able to see all these wonderful options. And just lastly, before we finish, Andy, the motor rail, did you just want to quickly mention that? Mm. Look, this gives our, our guests uh, an opportunity to travel more independently. Um, we do uh, have a, a motor rail facility, and uh, this is where the uh, guests can uh, bring their vehicle along to the uh, terminal. We load it on the, the carriage, and then they can take the vehicle off the other end and then uh, tour back to to their des- to their um point of departure or back home just at their leisure and it's a great option um the uh, rate that we have for that actually is uh, if guests purchase two gold kangaroo fares they can take their vehicle for 99 dollars. that's very very reasonable to we be able to take do, the car mm, we also do some uh, camper trailers but we do not take caravans so i just okay. make a point of that but certain camper trailers we do take okay um yeah Oh, that's fantastic. Well, that's given people, I think, a lot of options that they can do with the GAN and the Indian Pacific. And thanks very much for coming on today, Andy. It's been wonderful just enlightening us all on these two wonderful train journeys. It's nice to talk about the train travel. Thank you, Sally Lucas, from our sponsor, Travel World on King. And we'll be talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news here on 2NURFM 103.7.